0: Looking for a way to start your day Three things that I'll share. I want you to have more L's. Okay. We think about losses. Think about, oh, I wasn't successful here, I wasn't successful there, trial and error, etc. etc. But I want you to have these specific L's. So the first L that will help you develop successful habits is learn. And so when you apply the principle of learning, as much as it is about consuming information, it's really about understanding who am I. You want to take some time to jot down your personal mission statement. Who am I? Why am I on earth? What is the purpose that I'm, that I'm here to accomplish? What do I need to do this month? What resonates in my soul? So that's the first thing you need to do so that you learn. And when I say learn, you need to read. You need to read books. Obviously, uh, you want to take in new information. You want to be on top of trends. You want to make sure you know where your whether it's your industry or your your passion or your purpose. (laughs) So much changes in a decade, so much changes in five years, even a year. The way that we do church is different. The way that we run business, the way that we run nonprofits is different. The way that we lead our families is different. So you've got to learn what it takes to lead right now building upon the generations before you and and ultimately finding that path to be successful for the years ahead you want to read books you want to read people you've got to learn the emotional intelligence thing that we talk about a lot. And that's just learning how to treat people. There's the golden rule that says treat people the way you want to be treated. But the platinum rule takes that a little bit higher and it says treat people the way that they want to be treated. Well, you won't be able to learn how someone wants to be treated if you are not taking the time to read them. My wife and I, we can have the biggest argument and it could be all off of I did not take the time to read her. I didn't take the time to understand what her priorities are. And so whether it's a business or whether it's in a a small team, whether you're in a nonprofit volunteer leadership role, you've got to read your people. You've got to understand what it takes to motivate them. And that's how you're going to be successful because leaders are followed by their tribe. The next thing you need to do as you learn is embrace feedback. So there's a Muhammad Ali quote that says, the man that sees the world at 50, the same way he did At 20 has wasted 30 years of his life we are creatures that evolve we are creatures that grow and you can't grow without outside voices that care and love you speaking into your life and saying hey you may be on a misguided path here, let's try to course correct. Or, hey, I see where you're going. Let me help you get to where you want to go. If you refuse that help, if you refuse that support, you can set off on a path and you can think that you're going on the right path, but you'll just ultimately be derailed. Mm-hmm. I talked about my mentors and the role that they have played in my life. And one of my mentors said, Joey, I'm going to be your biggest cheerleader, but I'm also going to be your biggest critic. And the reason why- That's true. Know, you want your your advisors to be your biggest cheerleader and biggest critic, the the cheering part is because you have that relationship with them. You have that trust. And so they also know what it takes to be successful. So they can cheer from you from the top of their mountain because Mm -hmm. even though your mountain isn't as high as theirs, they know what it took to get to that mountain. And if Mm. you get to that level of accomplishment, then they know that the habits that you're pursuing are successful. And so that's their way of saying, keep at it. You're doing a great job. Keep going, keep going. Mm -hmm. Now you want them to be your biggest critic because you want them to be able to be honest with you when you've dropped the ball. That's Uh, good. You want them to say, hey, I don't think you did that the right way. And here's why. You know, there's so many voices that you can listen to. You can get into a habit of having yes people around you. I'll, I'll, I'll kind of be blunt. When someone has yes men around them, the yes men are always looking up. They're looking up because they've put this person on a pedestal. And so everything that they see is up or it's ahead and they don't necessarily have the same context. And if you have yes men around you, you develop the habit of putting people around you who will not give you constructive feedback. I call it constructive mm. feedback. We call it constructive feedback because it's feedback that builds. Building things is as much about adding as it is about taking away. It's, a money. Right. it's as much about putting things together as it is ripping things apart. And mm-hmm. so, if you have a habit of having yesmen around you, they're just going to encourage you to build and, build and build and build and build and build and build. But you might be building on bad foundation. So that's what I want to say about the habit of getting yesmen around. you. But the gotcha. the, the the second L is uh, is lead. I want you to lead more. So when we talk about leadership, that's the question of where am I going? Take some time again to jot down what goals do you have that you want to bring others along with? Mm-hmm. Um, part of being a leader is making sure that you have a tribe. And as much as we think we pick our tribe, our tribes actually pick us. If you think about your favorite sports celebrity or your favorite football team or your favorite actor or actress, whomever you you stalk in Google and you read all their (laughs) tweets and you follow them on Instagram, they didn't go out picking you. You picked them. You Mm. said, I identify with this person's character, I identify with this person's commitment to success, I identify with the attributes that this person shows, so I am going to follow this person. Mm -hmm. Following is an entirely voluntary activity. And so when you think about the tribe that surrounds you, remember that they're there because they choose to be there. And so as you lead, you want to establish your opinion on things. A leader is a leader because they can make a decision. There are many types of ways to be a leader. There's the authoritative leader who it's it's my way or the highway. There's the diplomatic leader who says, hey, what do you all think? What's good for the greater good? Yeah. And there are many other types of leaders. So leaders make decisions, but you can't get to a decision unless you have an opinion. And so Mm. many people feel like, oh, I can't say this or I can't speak on this subject Um, of course there is there's always tact you always have to make sure that your opinion is on your area of expertise Mm -hmm. Um, that's why they're called thought leaders for a reason they're thought leaders in their industry because they're leading the way people think Um, Mm -hmm. but you've got to be able to make a decision on that and and you make your decision you form an opinion and that helps people determine whether or not they're gonna follow you or not if you've ever experienced a, a leader who's on the fence it's like this whole pattern like they just they can't take off because they're circling around the issue circling around the issue but as soon as they make a decision and the tribe commits they're they're up in the air they're they're ready that's to go. true that's so, very true. So establish your opinion. It, it may not be popular. Um, you're going to have opposition. There are two opinions mm-hmm. for everything. So just be ready for that. And and, and and that's a part of having an opinion. That's a part of, uh, of being able to be decisive. It's mm-hmm. being able to speak intelligently about what it is you believe in. Um, yes. So the last L, it's the most important, but if you develop a habit of uh, learning, if you develop a habit of leading and leading successfully within a, a strong opinion and, and being decisive, now we get into the final L that I want you to think about, and that's legacy. Learning, leading, and legacy. So for legacy, one of the best pieces of advice that one of my mentors gave me is that he thinks in decades, and his saying was, and this is not a knock on anyone's economic status, this is just like, it's, it's all about the mind. So he says, for more people think in weeks, people above the level of poverty think in months, but wealthy people think in decades. Wow. And the reason why you think in decades is because we as humans, the average life expectancy is like 80, 90 years. But when we think about a lot of people are working longer into their years and, years, and yeah. not um, enjoying the, the quality of life as an elder because The mindset is I need to spend now. I need to spend on this cool thing that is in season now. Um, But you need to be in a position where you are looking at, okay, what does this decade need? Now I'm in my 30s. So what does my 30s need to look like? What does my forties need to look like? My fifties, my sixties, my seventies, Lord willing, my eighties, nineties, a hundred, who knows? We may live to 200 with the way science and and all that. But I I know, I know two things, you know, I I know I'm not going to work forever. And I know that there's going to be so many changes within the season of life, whether that's adding family, whether it's losing family, adding job opportunities, losing job opportunities. I need to make Mm -hmm. sure that in all of that, I'm thinking about what is my goal for my thirties? Where do I need to be with my family, with my life? With my health, with my business in my 40s, in my 50s, in my 60s. If we make it practical from a business standpoint, one of the biggest things is beginning with the end in mind and making Mm -hmm. sure you build your company to sell it. Now, someone Mm -hmm. may say, you know, I love working in my company. I love the business that I started, or I love the business idea that I want to start. I could never see myself selling it. Well, the reality is Mm -hmm. that you build it to sell because you're thinking about the generations ahead. You're thinking about. Mm -hmm having organization you're thinking about succession planning and the people that will come after you. Yeah. It's not so much that you you will sell your business or you will sell in the future. It's just that you're being prepared for a smooth handoff at the end. That's so good. as you go through your decades, think of if I'm in my early 20s now, what does a smooth handoff from my 20s to my 30s looks like? Mm-hmm. What does a smooth handoff from my 30s to my 40s look like? That could be, you know, in this decade I want to tackle this debt because I don't want to walk into my 30s with this high level of debt Um, Mm -hmm. or in my 30s, I want to tackle my weight because I know the complications that happen with weight at a certain age where I'm more prone to this or I'm more prone to that at a certain age. I want to focus on family planning in my 30s because I want this type of family in my 40s or 50s. So these are the legacy Ls, you know, these are the legacy Ls. So I say act in moments, plan in decades, Because again, you want to be decisive and decisions are Mm -hmm. moments by moment. And those decisions you make develop the habits uh, that you want to adopt. You always want to be giving back because part of legacy is what you leave behind. Whether it's through your church, whether it's through philanthropy, whether it's um, giving to a nonprofit, whether it's your time, yes. your service, uh, your brain power. Make sure that you are giving so that others benefit off of the resources that you have. Yes. And, and um, the, the next thing I have under that uh, that legacy L is just to to lock into the talent that you have around you. It, it kind of goes back to the yes men conversation and why you don't want to develop yes men around you, but it, It all boils down to having people smarter than you because if Mm -hmm. if you are out on a journey and uh let's say you're climbing that mountain that we talked about right climbing that mountain to to be successful well there are surely going to be challenges that you're just not going to know how to handle and so if yeah. you're the smartest person on your journey you're gonna fail so Very you true. want to lock in the talent around you i've got friends that are attorneys i've got friends that are accountants i've got friends that are social media marketers i've got friends that are business owners one of them just joined what's up will Awesome businessman, and well uh, these are these are people that like I can bounce my problems off of. I can bounce my challenges off of. They can mm-hmm. inspire me to think differently. Um, yes. one, of, one of my good friends, uh, Ashley Graham, she is a supermodel and uh, an activist. I had her on my podcast one time and it was surprising to me that just listening to her talk about her career and how she approaches marketing had a huge impact on how I approach marketing and how I approach my career. Like When mm-hmm. you have other people around you that are selling in, your, in their gifts and you're not threatened by it, you're not jealous of it, you can start to let it rub off on you a little bit. When people are threatened, they begin to be disengaged. And as a leader, you've got to be okay with that. Many people will tell you leadership is lonely. And um, the reason why it's lonely sometimes is because not everybody can handle your success. But I celebrate the wins of my friends that are high achievers, the ones that are excelling ahead of me and the ones that I may have started a little bit earlier than I, than them, because it's all about positivity and celebrating one another. Because if I celebrate somebody, they're more inclined to want to lock in with me. Like I said, lock in with the talent around you. And when they lock in, they have opportunities and you get invited to opportunities. If you've recently started a business, why take away time from what you're good at? Only to focus on difficult, pesky HR problems. Jumpstart HR LLC offers a better solution. Jumpstart HR provides HR outsourcing support to U.S.-based small businesses and startups and was recently ranked among the top 10 HR outsourcing firms in the country according to businessnewsdaily.com. From recruitment to employee handbooks to legal compliance, Jumpstart HR helps you get peace of mind about the people in your business. Visit jumpstart-hr.com for more information or follow on Twitter at Jumpstart HR. Jumpstart HR. Let's build a better business together. Thanks for listening to the Business, Life & Coffee Show with Joey Price. We hope you're inspired to become the best version of yourself after listening to our guest. What thought or idea stood out the most to you? Keep the conversation going by tweeting the show at BizLifeCoffee or our host at JoeyVPriceHR with the hashtag BLCMoments. And if you like what you just heard, pass along our podcast to at least five people. Detailed show notes can be found at www.BusinessLifeAndCoffee.com. And our full archive is available on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Google Play. This has been a Jumpstart HR production. Join us next time for another edition of the Business Life and Coffee Show.